Welcome to the Shine Shine Geek the Shine Geek and Fast Fret podcast. Done. Well done. Okay, we're gonna use that. <laughs> There you go. See, the best stuff is on the cutting room floor or on the I forgot to hit record button floor. <laughs> well, I've got it. I can I can send it to you. Ah, <laughs> It'll be good. Okay. So what's new with you? I started watching uh not iRobot. What's it called? Mr. My robot? Mr. Mr. Robot. Mr. Roboto. Yeah, Mr. Robot. Yeah, it's it's quite the it's different. I think we're like episode with season one, episode eight or nine or something like that. So you're almost at pretty, the end. We're almost at the end. Yeah, there was a twister there um this last episode. Wait, 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 wait. But I don't want to talk spoil spoilers. It. We're talking spoilers. Yeah. <laughs> so so which which twist? The Christian Slater's twist or Yeah. Okay. So you hit yeah. that. Yeah. So I I know who he is now. Yeah. After all this and who he isn't. <laughs> I guess at the same time, <laughs> yeah. But but you'll figure that out when you watch it. So yeah, yeah. That that's that's where I'm at. Is that the is that the the season finale twist you're talking about? Yes. Or oh, yeah. it is. Okay. All right. So I'm I'm pretty much there. I think I think there's another episode before the end of the. Yeah, because there's uh like that's the twist, and then the finale, which I don't, I almost think that they filmed the finale like okay the show's done. But if we get picked up, I like I we can keep going. But well, they it, left a... it, it. It they they left a, enough of a hook, but right. they could have ended it on the last episode of season one. I think I kind of feel that way. Right. But season two is just a complete mind fuck. Oh, <laughs> if you think it was up to this point, uh, it's worse. Well, yeah. Well, worse. Yeah, it's worse, but it's also different. Right. And, um. Like this show is old, right? Like how old is this show? Is this pre-COVID days, right? Oh shit, I don't know. I I thought this was a new series you were uh, you were oh, talking about. I didn't I'm, even look at the date. I'm just looking here. Curious. The reason the reason I'm saying it because it feels very much like the show predicted things that are going to happen. So the show started in 2015. Oh shit. This is old. Really? This is really old. Well, <laughs> really old by today's standards where well, we I mean something's old if it's 2015, but I mean this was like back in the day for me. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to uh, what I'm yeah, I guess so, eh? Well, it's what 8 years ago. So, oh shit. I mean, it's, yeah. It's, it's old. old. Old old. Abby wasn't even born yet. How long is net? How how long is Netflix been out? <laughs> I don't even know. Yeah, that's probably I like I cut the cable forever. <clears throat> when basically when we had Netflix for a bit, that's when we cut the cable because like look, Netflix does it all for me. So since you've cut the the cord per se for mm -hmm. for cable, um, do you miss it? And um, do you regret it? Nope. 
now how do you get your news now because i mean you'd have your you know five o'clock six o'clock news seven you know uh, CBC. morning when you get up cbc so yeah, you I get have, you get I that have, yeah i have the app on my phone and i uh troll there for headlines that's how i get my news so that and netflix that's your extent of of uh yeah tv yep. like prime also has live tv too right Okay, so you have Prime also. Yeah, I have Prime. Okay, like do you Prime, have Disney? Prime, yeah. Do you have, okay, so how much is this costing you for all these <laughs> other things versus what you would have paid for cable? I am paying, let's see, so we, we took the reduced Netflix, but with taxes, it's like just shy of 20 bucks. That's mm -hmm. 2012 for Disney, is that what it's at now? That's 32, and Prime is 12, that's 44. Uh, like 50 bucks and then there's crave well, i don't have that one yeah that one's that was 20 bucks apparently disney you know yeah so everyone's got their own little niche so i know of, you're going with this i can totally feel where this is going i can feel the 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 uh, the anger just swelling and bubbling into the, <laughs> under the surface here no i'm just i mean i'm I'm debating why the only reason why i haven't cut the cord is because uh i think it's just dvr yeah but then again, I don't really need DVR because of the way I've I've got my running through the stick. I just I'll just watch the series. Like Your Honor is is one of the ones I watch. I don't think it's on any. I don't think it's on Netflix or any of those things. But it's it's got uh, Cranston on there from Breaking Bad. Okay, and he's a judge. Mm. And I didn't realize that was that show. Yeah. So it, you know when when Breaking Bad finished, it was like you know what. I really like that show. I think we watched the whole series twice, at least twice. Um, it was so good. And he, his acting was great. And it was like, yeah, I just wonder what else he did. And he did, uh, well, before this, he did, what was it, Malcolm in the Middle? Or there was some other, it was like a uh, family show back in the... Did he do another it? family show? 90s or something. And then after that... Um, I think he did a couple of other things that I didn't really watch, but this one here is actually pretty good. He's good. He's just really good. I don't know if you saw, he was, shit, who the hell? Is, I just have a, a, it's not a meme, but, um. oh, hang on. Oh, they're just screaming in joy. Oh, screaming in joy is good. Yeah. <laughs> screaming for dad. Dad, I'm disconnected again. <laughs> yep. That that kid's so over the moon right now, playing with the kids. Yeah, yeah, good. Yeah, he's, it's like he's like, discovered a whole new thing. Like, is this a single, like a single child? You mean? Yeah. Okay, so now he's got some friends to play with outside of. God, I can never tell with Ellie. <laughs> like, is she well, joking well, or is she like screaming? Like, I, I can't tell. Well, when they come up behind you, I can warn you. Yeah. Because <laughs> I can see behind yeah. you. <laughs> yeah, because I spend my whole time just looking at you. I'm the eyes behind your head. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, Cranston was talking to one of those people that aren't good. What do you mean that aren't good? Like a person or a, a well, network? Like, or a... No, they're one of those people that deny that COVID existed and, you know, one of those people. Like a mega type of... Uh... Yeah, he was talking one of those, and he, boy, was he fucking challenging that guy. 
Oh, oh well, I mean, they're setting their ways, and that's it. They yeah. draw a line in the sand, like, if you don't like it, I'm going to rip your head off. <laughs> that's their attitude. So, um, so what, what I was going to say was with the Mr. Robot thing in season two, mm-hmm. so many premonitions of what the world is like right now. Yeah, I mean, th- there's some things in there I can see that, and, and and mind you, this was back a while, you know, quite a few years ago. So, I mean, even this day and age with the way it kind of started and everything, it was like, yeah, that's feasible. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess it could be done. Yeah. And if, yeah. especially if you have a link inside the company, I mean, that's even, but I mean, I, I've only kind of scratched the surface because I've, I'm just kind of ending season one. So you said there's more stuff coming. So. I'm sure I'll be, um, and it's only three seasons looking at that too. And then it's done. Yeah. Okay. Yep. And then season three had the highest ratings of all three seasons. Season two oh. is a little bit less than season one for, for how it was rated. Oh, okay. But like a percentage point. So like, I think it got season one was like 9.5 rating and season two is 9.4. And then I think season three is like 9.6 or something. I wonder how they go by, you know, when they're when they're making when they're making it. If they're just saying, "Okay, we're going to make so many seasons," or do they make one and go, "Well, how did we do?" And then they start on the second one, or do they kind of start on the second one and see what the first one's rated, to, just to see how what the popularity is to to say that, "Okay, go ahead and make a third season because it looks good." It's got to be well, from what I know, it's got to be frustrating to be a writer in television. And to create like a series like this, like this one, for example, mm-hmm. and having a story in your head, like, okay, I see this as three separate arcs over three separate seasons and you get to the end of season one and they cancel you and you're like, fuck, <laughs> like, or like you, a pilot. Yeah. Like, or do you write it in such a way that season one, like I, I got three separate arcs, but we could end on season one, if we had, if we get canceled, but what happened if you get canceled mid season, like it'd be so frustrating to have this idea for a story and then to just get it, like someone else telling you, you're not allowed to finish your story. Like that's going to be annoying. Yeah, that would be. Cause I think that's how it works. It's, it's, it's up to ratings and it's up to the network and the network, the show, like there's examples of shows doing really, really well. And then they get canceled because, well, you know what? We just we just signed uh, Ted Danson, and um, we get a new series, and we got to find a slot to put him in. And even though your show is doing pretty good, it um, I need that slot that it's in. And it's you know, if it was a number one show, then maybe we would just move you to a different night. But Ted Danson, we're paying him a lot of money, so we're going to give him whatever slot he wants. And he said he wants Wednesday nights, and your show's on a Wednesday night. Like, there's like lots of just like crap reasons like that, like a network show. Yeah, if it's on if it's on Netflix, you just watch it whenever. It's not a scheduled. Yeah, but I mean, yeah. Netflix will pull shows. They often pull shows after one or two seasons if it doesn't get enough traction because they invest a lot of money into a show, and if it's not yielding the the viewership, mm-hmm. I mean, they got to put their money. You know, they got to put their money somewhere. It's like okay, well, that show didn't hit. Well, maybe we'll give it a second season and see if it can kind of take off. And then it doesn't. And then they're like, oh well, we're not going to give them any more money to do another season. And then, and then there's a big letter writing campaign, and then all the fans come out. But it's like but the fans weren't watching the show 
to support it. But now they're supporting it now that it's going to get pulled. And now everyone's watching the show now that it's going to get pulled to find out what all the hubbub was all about. Mm-hmm. And why is this show like, why is this show so popular? Like, you know, everyone's like, well, what's going on? Like, and then every, so then all of a sudden the viewership goes up and then they renew it for a third season. <laughs> so it, it's interesting. The politics, uh, the politics yeah. and then social media aspect of it. Well, speaking of Christians later, and uh, when we were over at Mr. Petro's doing a podcast, and uh, one of the uh, topics we were talking about was, uh, was it Pirate Radio? Mm -hmm. I believe it was. Um, Now, and this was kind of a disc jockey who just kind of went over the air on his own, kind of illegally, I guess you could say. Correct, yeah. Um, How many podcasts? Um, Netflix shows do you think there is and do you think that they would ever cast us to, <laughs> to make what but, but it would but it would be like a, a murder mystery or some some weird wait, wait are you I mean, based a... wait wait What's wait what, what what do you do what are you saying a Netflix show about us no no we'll say like what, what, no no like say say us like, say we're doing podcast okay it's kind of the premise of the show, but it's not the whole show. It's just kind of right. the, the beginning of it. It's the background stuff that happens. That's the actual show. Okay. And we get together and says, oh, well, you know, this happened or that happened. Or, you know, there's always a, a show where either someone gets kidnapped or some, you know, just kind of weird stuff that happens. I guess it doesn't really matter. It could be just someone in a phone booth. Like they, they filmed that whole one movie in a phone booth. Yeah. <laughs> It, it, so it doesn't really matter. I mean, you could have guys talking about podcasting and something happening in the studio. Who knows? Like uh, even the 911 callers, you know, and they get that and then mm-hmm. something happens and then they're on the phone and they're talking to them for God knows how long until something happens. And then they're trapped in a car and they kick out a taillight and they're still talking to 911, like that type of thing. But you're in a podcast studio, uh, for example, with either the way we are now where you're at your house, I'm at mine. So say we get a call in to, to like our show. Yeah. And then it was, it was something happened and then we'd somehow get entangled into it. So let's just, that would okay. be the story. I like this. I like this. Yeah. But we'd need a producer and, and backing and, you know, and writers. And... I mean, come on, look at it. The two of make us. our own, make our own new, th- why not? Everyone else can make one. What, what's the prerequisite? It's not like well, you need a master's degree in this and that. I mean, you oh. can. Well, some people can, are filming on their phones, right? Okay, this yeah. is the camera right here. Right. Well, the, well, the Google is kind of the. I mean, for me, I mean, whether you're playing guitar, you're repairing guitars, you're repairing vehicles, uh, just go to YouTube if you want to know how to do something, right? So I'm I'm in the generation now. I mean, that you know, if I want to learn something, I'll Google how to do it. Yeah. I mean, I mean, there's a lot of shit out there. Don't don't get me wrong. I mean, some people are giving some really bad advice. You have to kind of use some common sense. But well, yeah, like the YouTube video where you're trying to fix a toilet and the whole time the camera's on the wall because the guy didn't realize what he was doing, you know, or whatever. Like, yeah, it's kind of the the video version of the book for dummies, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Yeah, I wonder how figure stuff. Okay, now you raise an interesting point. How well casting for dummies? <laughs> <laughs> well, there is. I I did buy it. Oh, did you? <laughs> that one, yeah. Oh, there is one. Yeah, I, did. I bought it. Yeah, I used it actually because it helps with social media and how it, how to get engagement and what to do and blah blah blah. So I'm going to tell you something, folks. Buy the social media for dummies instead of paying twenty five dollars a month for some company that 
if you've got a podcast for five minutes, you're going to get an email from some company saying, hey, let us handle your social media for you. It's only $25 a month. <laughs> and we'll and we'll do it for you. Yeah, before you do that, and before you do that, just buy the book. And you know, I always do this wrong. I always say it wrong. I always say DIY, but is it? I know. Yes. I always say DIY is what I always say. <laughs> but uh, but I was I think Sam's called me out on it. Actually, Sam gave me shit the other day. Oh, I did he? Yeah. Oh. Um, <laughs> but which is okay. It's always entertaining when Sam, you know interactions with sam and sure. i told, and i did give him a call out to we got it we got to do that uh, pizza toppings episode but anyway so yes to add so people don't know this but uh you don't even know this but okay. i'm trying to spruce up the patreon a little bit and um and and do things there to i mean we're, we're releasing all our episodes early and that's what people get but and then if they're you know if they're if they're on so so here's the thing I don't really advertise it on the Patreon, but if people have subscribed for a while, mm -hmm. I, I give them free free swag. Basically, if you've given money for a period of time, then the cost of you giving us money for a period of time equals to the swag that I send you. And if you send larger increments, then you get the swag earlier. But you guys, but we also give everyone every episode as their edited it's the minute they're edited sometimes before they're edited they go up on patreon and people get stuff early like there's always early episodes so that's kind of the big draw for patreon but i'm like ronald george moore added a third episode a week he so he has tuesday titter oh geez and friday and friday foreplay that's what he does every week right <laughs> that's what he calls them but now he has sunday swallows which oh my is, god but, but those are only on patreon I'm like that's a good idea and in it every week you can log in there too you i i think <laughs> you know i can give you our, our, our login but he basically does an episode where he addresses every one of his patreons and we're one of his patreons i give him money every month on patreon swallow sundays that that's swallow that, is that like uh not tiktok what's that what's that one uh my my not MySpace. What's the what's the one where people have their own channel and they can charge? Twitch. Twitch? What? No, Twitch? not no, no, not not gaming. Like this is the personal. I'm sure everyone there out there has probably said, "Oh, you mean this?" Well, yeah, oh, it's that's like what Snapchat, I'm... possibly. Oh, it's called. Oh my god. TikTok. Anyway, every, everyone knows what it is. Yeah. yeah, everyone that's connected. Anyway, um, yeah, they have their own their own site, and you pay so much a month, and they'll. You know, wear sexy clothing or whatever. oh, all OnlyFans. That's it. Yeah. All fans are only OnlyFans. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, that, that, you're that, not that, suggesting that. we create a channel, are you? No, no, I'm saying, I ain't doing it. I'm saying Swallow Sundays is probably only an OnlyFans <laughs> page that you have to pay so, for. But, but there's there's a reason, right? He calls it Sunday Swallow because this is where he apologizes. Oh, Sundays okay. he apologizes, so he's swallow. Okay, so this is different. <laughs> it's, a, it's a play on words it's, it's a play, play on, on words different meaning okay i got so you now. most of the time he's he's uh apologizing to his his lovely girlfriend as he says his his hot girlfriend as he says mm -hmm. carolyn carolyn gray hi carolyn gray i don't know her. i've never met her but i think i feel like i know her from listening to ronald george moore's podcast but anyway so on sundays he addresses all of us everyone that donates to the patreon 
So I'm like, I like that, but it's a personal address. It's not like on the show where we casually drop Sam's name or uh, our GM's name or whatever, but it's more, it's more directed. Like, you know, he actually has pointed stuff. He says to us and those Sunday swallows, which is nice. And I'm like, that's a good idea. So I started doing friend fun day fuck offs. (laughs) (laughs) Is Is that like the opposite? Well, Just give people shit. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm doing. I'm telling people to fuck off because I'm that. That's not my kind of nature to tell people to fuck off. <laughs> no, that's why. It's so oh funny. no, that's so. I've been so every. I, I'm oh, not Fridays. doing. Well, I was going to pick a Friday and call it Friday fuck offs, but I I can't commit to a particular day of the week. Yeah, so I started doing them <laughs> any day. <laughs> yeah, so fun day, fun day, fuck off. But anyway, so if you're on Patreon and you want to join Patreon, there's exclusive content there now um, for all levels. I'm not with the level thing. The only like everyone has levels and I don't understand how I understand how they work, but I also don't understand how they work. Like if you donate a dollar a month or your five dollars a month or ten dollars a month, I really don't understand how that really really works i, I kind of like the buy me a coffee type thing where it's like you know what if, if you want to send a couple bucks great uh idea yeah but I, I don't know if that's um that only works a certain way or how that i think you can do it on patreon but it doesn't tell you how to do it you just have to do it it's a button or something you gotta press i think but i was going to donate to so basically the earnings we get from patreon i kind of give a little bit back that's the idea mm-hmm. i subscribe to i i well, on our on my behalf i subscribe to a few shows i get Corey's buy-in on it because i mean it's a joint thing right right so um he said oh yeah absolutely so i just take the money that comes in and then i pay some of it out to other creators so i mean it, it's it's not a big commitment to do it's pretty easy pay it forward yeah i pay it forward but but their shows the only shows i'm I'm doing it to are shows that i truly and completely admire and generally shows where i listen to all or most of their episodes because i mean if i donated to every show that i subscribe to but i kind of only tune in from time to time i don't know but just like i feel like our there are peers you know oh speaking of uh, podcasts and and whatnot, have have you heard anything from um um what do I keep calling and call him Danger Danger? That's a band name. Yeah. Let's get naughty, naughty. Uh, Giuseppe and uh, no, I don't know what's going on. Rage, actually, rage, rage. I, I actually um, I, I posted a picture. Uh, I posted a picture of. Um, I took the Rage Rage logo, right, and I posted it on our Instagram, and I said, "Hello, where are you?" <laughs> no way. Okay, yeah. and I, I gotta did, get it. And I, I didn't get on. I didn't even get a like. <laughs> oh, I gotta, I gotta get on Instagram when, once in a while and and see what's going on. I'm just, I'm bad for that. I'm not, I'm not a multimedia type of person. It, I barely get on Facebook. I forget everyone's birthday, and it's like, well, it's been a week. I guess it's probably too late to say happy birthday. Yeah. Now. I'm the same. I'm, I'm bad for that. I'm not like Facebook when it first came out was a thing. Now it's like, you know what? I just, I just use messenger to message uh, family and stuff. 
You know what I do Facebook for? To follow an Obscuria podcast. <laughs> that's that's about it. I, they they seem to be more active on Facebook than they right. are on um than they are on Twitter. I mean, they're active. They're active on everything, but I don't know. I seem there's you can get better engagement on Facebook. Like if someone if like they put an episode out and then someone comments on the episode, they can say whatever they want. They're not limited. Oh, I ran out of characters. I can't on Twitter. You're limited to whatever it is, 22 characters, 26, whatever it is. So it's like, you can't actually reply. Like you can't actually comment about what you liked about the episode. Cause you keep running out of space and then you got to create another tweet and another tweet. But on Facebook, you type what you want and that's it. It's done. Have you ever, okay. So you and I are, are pretty avid gamers, right? Oh yeah. Okay. So what do you think? Like, did you, and, and I know, um, uh, James Beaver was had created a Twitch channel and every once in a while I would say, Oh, he's live. So I'd, I'd watch and comment a few things. Oh, have you? I, oh, I, this, well, mind you, this was probably a year ago or so. Okay. Like, I haven't really been on there much, but have you ever thought of creating a, a Twitch channel? And then when you guys are gaming, like, especially when, when you know, there's three or four of you gaming together and having it stream, like, have you ever thought of doing that? I, I've actually created a channel on my Facebook that it's just kind of dead right now, but it allows me to be able to stream. I think I did, I did a test one and I was playing, I think it was grand theft auto or something really? just, just to have a clip on there I, just I, to see I'd, if it I'd would love, work. I'd love to. I just don't know. I haven't looked into do, how to do it. I'm sure it's yeah, not super cool. complicated, but I, I, I honestly, I, I think I, it make, it's weird that we don't do that. Yeah, for the amount that we play games, yeah. I mean, why why wouldn't we? I mean, Tony Stark's got. Uh, I mean, that's the one I had started watching with. Uh, yeah, with World of Warcraft. Warcraft. Yeah, and then it was like, you know what? Maybe I should try and look into this. And then I saw Beaver had had, had done one. I was like, geez, maybe I should look into it. You know, find some time and try and do that. So I I did, and I, I had a couple of clips. But then it was like I tried to do another time, and it wouldn't work. And then I just kind of got frustrated with it, and I just left it because I mean, I'll play. You know, Hitman two and three, and then I'll play Grand Theft Auto, and then I'll play um, um, State of Decay two. When was State of Decay three coming out? I don't know. Let's look it up. That, that should be fairly soon. Because originally, really... originally it was coming out this past year. Oh, so it's still kind of in the. In the well, work. I mean, they did, did they didn't give a day. Like they didn't say it was coming out, but there was hints that it was, but they right. never re released an actual date at the time. But I'm really finding um, using my Oculus 2, uh, just doing fishing. Oh, yeah. And just relaxing. Because, you know, you're at home, it's like, okay, well, you know, if you have to want to go fishing, you got to buy a boat and you got to get a license and you got to, you know, freeze your ass off in the rain or whatever. I mean, it, that's fine. But. It, it with the VR goggles, it's almost to the point where you're sitting there, and I mean, you hear the rain, or you hear, you know, boats out in the distance, or whatever. Just the the atmospheric sounds itself, like you just close your eyes and just you know hear a stream, you know, going is is great. But the the 3D in depth video um, when you're immersed in it is pretty is pretty awesome. And then when you came over and we played that uh, Alex. A links, a links, or was a name of that game? 
when you came over? Oh, um, <laughs> oh, um Portal. Portal? No. No, no. Portal. But they make Portal. Same company okay. makes Portal. I'm looking up State of the case still. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. So when I so when I'm playing this one, I mean, um, it's every once in a while I'll jump, and because uh, my fiance is sitting on the couch beside me, she kind of <laughs> jumps too every once in a while. Because if I'm, you know, <laughs> if I'm like, oh, what the hell? Like if something jumps out at you. Oh, here we go. Uh, this is okay. So, State of Decay three release date. Oh, speculation still. This is on March second that there was a update. Microsoft Microsoft unveiled Undead late uh-huh, Undead Labs State of Decay three in June twenty twenty at the Xbox Game. But what's going on with the game now? You saw the trailer, right? You watched the State of Decay three trailer. I'm not sure if I saw the trailer or not. Well, do we want to play it? Sure. All right. Uh, Half-Life 2. Ah, thank you. Yeah, that's the one. With uh, the VR. It's awesome. Where's where's the trailer in here? Stated to K3. Wow. I wonder if they'll have a stated to (laughs) KVR. gameplay obviously Can you describe what's happening here well she's got a she's got a bow crossbow crossbow going across a little river great sound yeah she sees blood she's tracking some blood I wouldn't. I wouldn't touch the blood because it's probably going to uh, give yeah. her blood plague. <laughs> Thing is eating the wolf. It is a zombie here. Zombie deer eating a wolf. Okay, that's different. Wow. Okay, that kind of. So yeah, I was I was on the site, but it doesn't give anything. There's says speculation on the release date. Uh. I'm, okay, so the one thing I did catch here as I was looking through, it said something along. They're working with the company. What um uh, the company that has Gears of War. Okay. For their engine. Like the engine that, I don't know what you call it. That could? The, like the Unreal. <laughs> <laughs> the Unreal engine or whatever, I think is what Gears of War works on. Oh, okay. So I think, the, here we go. Gears of War developers are helping develop State of Decay 3. Um, uh, uh, it's being made with Unreal Engine 5 with assistance from other Gears of War developers at the Coalition. Coalition, that's what it's called coalition hmm. gears of war so they're actually helping them with the game shit so they're that's just kind of that's a great thing because the gears of war graphically uh the the play the playability of gears of war 
Mm -hmm. That is probably one of the best developed um, engines, yes. So Gears of War is, is what? Like, what is the premise of that? Um, well, there's a game. There's a series of games. Is it a single player type? Oh, no, it's is it no. just a company? No, they're uh, they make it's it's a game, but it is it was the game. So you know when Xbox first started, okay. So they were competing against uh, PlayStation and Nintendo. And Nintendo was number one at the time, and the big game that launched Xbox was Halo. Right, that right. was the first game that really introduced split screen cooperative campaign play that was their big thing right right then i don't know a couple of years in they released gears of war and that was their next big one and in in gears of war has eclipsed halo now i feel for xbox like so is that a single multi what is it like a sandbox thing no, no, it's uh, it has a, a there's a campaign there's campaign mode, okay. which is uh, which in the old days was four player cooperative. Um, and then or it started off as two player cooperative, like in the first and maybe second one, and then by three it was four player cooperative. Is there single player? That's yeah, you can play single player as well. Okay. But generally, what happens in the scenes is you'll have some AI with you. So there's there's scenes where two two people are working together and two other people are working together. So you'll have two people going one route, two people going the other route, and they got to kind of meet. So it's really um, really cutting edge cooperative play. Like they've come up with interesting ways to do cooperative play. Hmm. It's it's really good shit. Like and it's a good like we've played them all, we've beat them all. So they they did five games, but they also did a. Um, an in-betweener game which was kind of meant to like add story in the middle right um we, yeah we've played them all like it, it's the one we always like it was always halo and gears those were the games we were always playing with mark just because it was co-op we could do the co-op but then what they started adding i think by the second game there wasn't just cooperative campaign play they added other features so they had um they added a cooperative you can play cooperative or you can play against other players right it's got that there's a whole pvp thing there which we don't ever bother with but then they have different styles of cooperative play so when you say like, ppp is it pvp or pvp right, pvp okay that's ppp ppp <laughs> that's a new one that's a new version uh people pawning players i don't know could be um, yeah, because that's what PvP really is—is is just players, you know, condescending, condescendingly playing with other people. Like I, I never find people that are fun to play with online, except for, you know, just the, I'm I'm better than you players. Yeah, I don't like yeah. playing with those people. And, and then you refill a cheesy poofs. Yep. Hang on, kill you now. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that one. So there's there's a, a wave thing. So you you and your three other players, your cooperative players, or you can use AI or get random people to help you online, and you do wave after wave after wave. So your goal is you got to kill eight bad guys. The wave's done. It resets. There's a countdown. 
next wave starts and you try to see is see how far you can get so they had that but then they started adding things like okay well you can set up a base to survive the wave so they gave you the ability to build things like oh i'm gonna put down some trip wires i'm gonna put down some laser cannons i'm gonna put down some turrets i'm gonna put down so you could actually cooperatively work at protecting your area from waves of of, of aliens hmm. it was really well done and then the third gears of war 3 i still feel is the best of the series they added monster mode so you could play waves but right. your monsters trying to kill all the good guys so you can play one of the different monsters or alien monsters you could play just the grunt who's just got a little machine gun or you can play <laughs> you know the big guy who's got the big bazooka or you can play you know so that one was awesome because you could do waves of bad guys. I mean, but then they always have like, there's, I don't know, it was probably it's the best cooperative player experience because you can play the game, like the campaign, or you can do the horde stuff. And the horde stuff was so huge. Like you would play for 50 waves because you wanted to play for 50 waves because it was always fun. Like, like we played the hell out of Gears of War. So hmm. Gears of War is working on working with the State of Decay people. Right. That's the best news. And if it's going to be delay release so they do it right, I'm okay to wait. Because they're going to be offering stuff in that game that they didn't have before if they're working with the Gears of War people. Yeah. It, it's nice when they do take their time and do it right instead of rushing it out. It's like, oh, well, we have the, this is our end date. Everybody's stressed. I'm sure everyone that works at the company is just on pins and needles, just trying to get this and that and working till wee hours of the morning, just trying to get the release date. And and then when it comes out, it's like, okay, well, next week we're going to have a patch because we couldn't finish this or we couldn't finish that. And we know of this issue because, you know, it's like, just, just finish it right the first time. But I can see the, but, but I can see the company is like, okay, well, we still have to pay our people. Yeah, and we don't have the release out yet and in order for them to get paid we have to get the release out so it's kind of a double-edged sword right mm -hmm. well the so, same thing was happening with um with marvel studios there's people have noticed that there's been a decline in quality of the marvel films <laughs> and karen and i talked about it um but basically what happened was okay well we have a special effects not studio but we send our special like our special effects get done by this crew but what they started doing when when um, bob Iger stepped down from disney and the new guy stepped in bob something the, the new bob was like okay look we can make a billion dollars a film let's instead of putting out three films two to three films a year let's put out five and that's and let's have 10 different tv series a year that was his what he wanted to do. But they didn't think about the logistics of, okay, if you're going to put out that much content, how is it all going to be good? So How is it all going to meld together? Like if you well, were to yeah. watch everything, goes, oh, this goes with this and this goes with that. Mm -hmm. And then it's like you're watching something. It's like, well, this has no... Like have you ever watched uh, Big Bang? I've watched a bit here and there. Okay, well, there's a show called Young Sheldon, I think it is. Yep. So when he was younger, right? So whenever we're watching that, it's like, oh, well, this is what he was talking about on the other show. Yeah. And then kind of go, well, oh, that's Mima, or that's, you know, 
his dad and his dad did this and that and we're trying to figure out well where does that work out in young sheldon like at what point does this happen type of thing so it's like we keep waiting you know for for things to happen so if you yeah, have, yeah. you know at some shows, point yes at some point it's going to be oh yeah though this person like we're going to see them in the past or yeah like one person say one person dies where the other series the, the guy's lives to to be 80 and the other series you only live to be 30 or something it's like yeah yeah you have to you have to make it you know so that it makes sense there's continuity to the other that you have to pay attention to so what was happening was um uh they didn't think about how things could get done so never mind writing quality because i mean it's a different director writer producer on each film but there's one overall person kind of looking over everything so there's multiple things but now the person who was responsible for continuity how can he keep track of everything and then the other thing was happening is they're sending the special effects to be done by that department who had to put out two to three movies a year and that's what they had to do before and if you look at the quality of the marvel films special effects sound effects all that sort of stuff like the cinematography mm -hmm. before the change in 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 um leadership at disney it was great. Like, uh, like every single film looked f fantastic. If you look at uh, Josh Brolin as Thanos, you can't tell he's CGI. He's so well done. Like you can see the pores and his skin and, and just the, you know, the ridges of the scar, you can just see like, it, it was just so perfectly detailed. And then later there, you know, it, you notice it, it doesn't quite look as sharp. And then, but then, but then what, what you find out is someone just got fired at Marvel studios are fired or they quit or whatever you want to call it but what was happening was all of the special effects so now they're doing triple the amount of content or more than triple the amount of content and it's filtering through the special effects studio how are they doing this so what ended up coming out was that you know we have the the black panther 2 film coming out and we have the uh, ant-man film coming out and the special effects, you have to work on both of these at the same time. So they were working 80-hour weeks for years on end doing special effects because there's too much work coming through. And so it's interesting. Everyone, all the fans are saying like, wow, that looked a little... Like we're, we're used to a certain level of special effects and we've noticed that it's... Like it, uh, Marvel used to be the, um, the benchmark. Right. If you want to do perfect special effects... Look what Marvel's doing. And now they were doing special effects two or three levels below now. I mean, they still look good, but they don't, they're not crisp. They're not sharp. They're not spending time on the detail because when you're working 80s hour, 80 hours a week because you're working on four, project, four projects at the same time. So anyway. Yeah, but it, is it the same person doing the effects? Well, it's, it's the same like when, group. It, yeah, but it, it's like if you go to a restaurant. You go one week, it's great. You go the next week, it's crap. And you find out, well, it's a different cook. Well, if yeah. you got eight, if you have 18 different guys doing visual effects, one does it this way, one does it that That's way. True. Now, does that mean that the quality is going to be different? Are they always using this? I'm assuming they're all using the same programming in yeah, the same probably. format. And I would assume the sharpness and detail would be the same. But if someone's doing it a little bit different than someone else, then obviously the quality is going to be different. Especially well, when you're trying to pump out that many. I mean, you can't have one person doing everything. It's well, like a no. mom and pop thing. Well, you there's go there, you get thousands like that that do special effects yeah. on, on a single film. 
Right. Like you see the credits, the credits run for like 20 minutes. You know, yeah. with people that work. No, I'm like, I'm serious. Like, same with video games. It's like, oh my God. Yeah. How many? You know, oh, there's a whole soundtrack to this that I didn't hear during the thing. It's all during the credits. So I, I don't know if this, like, you know, take this with a grain of salt because you, you can't believe everything you read on the internet, but, um, the one the one of the one of the heads underneath Kevin Feige, who's like the big cheese, um, was uh, Alonso. She was let go or quit, whichever way you know you want to view it. But apparently they're saying, and I don't know if this is true because this is like you don't you can't trust social media to ever tell you the truth ever. But they're saying that she was answering to the big Disney head. And he was saying, I want more content. And she's trying to find a way to make it work. So now they're working 80 hours a week on multiple projects. And now people are complaining about the quality coming out. Like everything looked the same. Like all the movies were starting to look the same because originally they would have a, try to have a different a tone, like, like a colored palette, or this film is going to have this color palette. And that film is going to have that color palette. Like it was never always, but they were just working on so much content. They were just trying to get it done. They weren't trying to get it done well. They're just trying to get it done. Right. They get deadlines and, and that sort of stuff. So now the head Disney guy is gone. He was let go. And they brought back the guy that was there before when Marvel was putting the the top quality films they were doing. Mm -hmm. And he's back. And the first thing he said is way too much fucking content. <laughs> Yeah. And he cut it right back. He says, well, we were going to have like seven shows this year and we were going to have uh, four movies or five movies. Right. Now there's only three movies this year and there might be three shows. Now, did they triple the amount of employees that are, that have been no. working there since his, he's left? No. So it's okay. So they took the same amount of people trying to pump out way more content. Well, I'm sure they hired people, but I mean, you can't, if you're tripling content, there's no way you can find triple the amount of skilled employees mm -hmm. to do this job on that short a turnaround. Because, I mean, you have to learn how, how that studio works and how they do their effects and, and how they, you know, how they bring, uh, bring concept forward and, and like all that sort of stuff. You can't just, when someone starts, like, it's, it's like, if you just started your job mm -hmm. at your place, right? Your first two weeks, you can't be expected to be working at the level you are now. You're not going to know everything. You're not going to know the right people. You're not going to know who to talk to for this. If you need that, oh, you got to talk to this person. You need that. You got to talk to that person. You don't know any of those things. So you, you cram, even if they tripled the staff, there's no way that staff is going to mesh instantly within a couple of weeks to, you know, there, there's a transition period where people get acclimatized. Like they don't have, then I think people were quitting too. It's like, I can't work this much. Like yeah. I can't work this much. This is like, I mean, it was illegal. So now I don't know what's happening. I don't know if they're, you know, if someone's investigating the practices and, and getting people in trouble, but I do know that the head of Disney is gone and the head of the, the, the second in command at Marvel studios is gone. Right. So it's, it's I, like moving to a new city and then going, okay, well, you're going to be the, the taxi driver or, or delivery guy. And it's like, okay, well, here, here's a hundred deliveries. Well, I don't know where anything is. Well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and it, I, and it, I just know, moved to Winnipeg and now I'm going to start doing deliveries in Winnipeg. But I, I was really good when I lived in Montreal and was doing deliveries in Montreal. So you've moved me here. 
and now you're expecting me to work at the same level. Yeah, pre pre Google Maps. So, I mean, that you just punch the address, it shows you. But if you were to, to move somewhere, as an example, like they throw you into something new, it's like you can't, you know, work like you've been working there for 10 years and you know everything like the back of your hand. Every single thing is new and everything yeah. seems to take forever. Different systems, and, different yeah, and everything. You know, once once you get the hang of it, then it's like okay, well now it's it's moving it's moving along. But for the first while, it'd be like a snail's pace. Sure. And then, of course, technology. I mean, every time you watch a movie, um, the the quality of the of the effects is, is is gets better and better. So I mean, everything's changing constantly. So I mean, even the people who work there, uh, the technology that that comes up, it's like, do they have to relearn all this all over again? Mm -hmm. It's like computer people. I mean, there's always, uh, I think they have to go back to, they have to go back for courses every, you know, so often just to kind of keep up with technology and how everything works just because everything's moving along. Right. Right. And I'm sure it's no different for these effects people because I mean, they, they work on something that was, uh, what was that claymation and they stood, you know, they do <laughs> yeah. the one little thing and they yeah. take a picture and they stop move motion. a little picture. Yeah, stop motion. Stop motion. Yeah. And then, you know, then it, it came up to, you know, just as it progressed. I'm sure it's, uh, and, and same with the medical field, I'm sure, you know, 20 years ago, I'd be like, okay, well, this is where we're at. And nowadays we're here. So now you have to learn way more as time goes on. Mm -hmm. But then again, some things probably drop off because it's like, well, this is obsolete. We don't do it this way anymore because it takes too long. Now we've got all these, you know, computers and, and monitors and scopes and cameras and stuff where you can see. I mean, they're even showing like not even just surgeons, even mechanics now VR, you know, didn't <laughs> pull apart a motor. Really? Like, you don't even need. Wow. You know, that way you're not breaking and costing money, right? Like, oh, I just broke this engine. You know, well, you don't you don't even need a you don't even need a garage <laughs> yeah. or cars or anything. You just you just go in and, and uh, you know, you train that way. I'm sure the final exam, they might give you something real to work on. Yeah. But as as for training. I mean, it's, it's as close as hands-on as you can get, you know, type of thing. I, I, I like VR. It, it, they, I'm, I'm sure they're going to have VR vacations soon. Uh, where it'd be like, okay, where you want to go? Okay. Well, hey, hey, well, do you remember, do you remember the movie Total Recall? Yep. Arnold Schwarzenegger. Gotcha. They had that, right? Do you remember that? You could go into a place and you have a VR v vacation. Well, it, I think, well, it was more, you were there. It wasn't really a VR goggles. You don't have peripheral it's just straight on like this was you're actually there and you're physically moving yeah is what I, is what i you know mind you the person could be sleeping it's like the matrix i mean the guy's laying there and he's got the yeah. thing in the back of his head the, and the, then all of a sudden now he's yeah and, after, and then he's actually there doing whatever it is so but i'm sure the you know they'll have vr vacations where you could you know you may it may be like a netflix thing where do you want to go? Hey, not a problem. We've got all this content. You want to go to Belize? You want to go yeah. scuba diving in, in the, the reefs? You want to go to Cancun? You want to go to wherever? Why not? I mean, I have, they have... A, I have a question for you based on okay. the Total Recall thing. So what if they did in Total Recall where they actually implant the memory into your brain? So they take all the visual, oral, uh, uh, olfactor, olfactory, like all the different senses create a memory of it and plant that memory in your brain so you remember the entire vacation as if you were there but it only takes five minutes for them to put it in and it's like you've been there so instead of 
going. Say, say, say someone takes holidays for two weeks to go somewhere. Yeah. This would be like an implant that would take maybe half hour down. Yeah, I think that's how whatever. They, yeah. Who knows? It might be a chip that, you know, one of those other so, things. Where so the, say it's, it's 20, <laughs> it's, it's, it's a $10,000 trip, right? But you can go right. get the implant for $2,000 and you only right. take it one day off work, but then you've had a two week vacation in your head. Yeah. Remember everything, and they'll they'll put they'll pick. Oh, you know what? I had a little tryst with uh, the the girl at the bar there, and uh, you know they like because <laughs> they like. You should go back and watch that movie. I, I think I want to go back and watch it. This will because, be another Netflix show. I can I can tell you that it's going to well, be one of those things where they implant you, and it's like okay, you know what? Well, there's room for say there's room for three. Yeah, three memories or something. It says, yeah. well, which one do you want? Or you can pay yeah. for the whole package, or you can pay for one. And then, then it'll be like, okay, well, now the government's got access to it, or the Russians got access to it, or whoever's got access. Then they hack into your brain, and then all of a sudden, now you're, you know, you're hip, not hypnotized, but you're controlled by them. And now all of a sudden, I mean, you could go on and on with mm-hmm. with this type of thing, starting off with something innocent, like, well, it'll be an implant for this only, but now being hacked by whatever because now it runs on wi-fi who knows <laughs> there's, there's so many so many things you can do but that that would be cool to have a trip just because you got tours and stuff like right now like if you wanted to buy a house it, it's got a tour virtual tour yeah right? virtual tour yeah I'm, I'm sure they'll have vr tours at some point yep i don't know how much a vr camera is worth i don't think it's that much oh, it's not it's not so you could create your own actual VR because you can do VR on your phone. I think it would like there's a way to do VR on your phone. I don't know how it works exactly, but I don't know. I mean, I, there's a VR thing on my on my shitty ass laptop. There's a whole there's a whole VR thing in there, and I was like, "What's that for?" I don't know if it's to create content or. But anyway, like I don't know. Yeah, same with the workspaces. They have it now where they've got Oculus has a. Some it, it's not well. There's Oculus two and Oculus three supposed to be coming out, but they've got one right now that it's kind of a high high end one for companies, and they have virtual workspaces and stuff that you can work on and whatnot. So I mean, it's already it's already getting to that point where all this stuff is coming in. Mm-hmm. So it's just a matter of time, I guess. But I I, I, won't, I can't wait till the the third one comes out because, I mean, this one's fine. My oh, Oculus yeah, two pretty good, yeah, but. It's um, but but you can tell that it, it could be better. It definitely could be better. Yeah, depending that's, what, where, that's really old now, isn't it? Oculus. Yeah, it, oh, it's been around for for a while. Years? Yeah, uh, may have been. Like yeah. it was three ninety nine for the longest time, and then yeah. they were like, oh well, let's we we have to bump it up to five forty nine or something for the same thing. I luckily I got it at three ninety nine, which was yeah. good. Um, if I was smart, I would have bought two of them and I could have, you know, easily sold another one. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, can't wait for the, the third version to come out. Cause I know, uh, PlayStation has their version. I think I saw a commercial of it. So is it actually PlayStation product? Uh, because it's actually like an authorized PlayStation. Well, it was advertised as PlayStation, whether or not it's, they made it or a third party made it for them that i'm not sure but i'm sure if you know the games are made it's hard to say there, there's so much i don't even know does xbox have a, a vr yet no nothing yet the only thing they had do you remember they had um what the fuck was it called now 
I have it. They had it for 360 and then they had it for Xbox One. I think the Xbox One came with it, but they had like, there was something that went kind of, you know, where your camera is on your computer or laptop. Like there was a, there was a one up top. Like they a connect, camera. Connects or? Connect. 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 Yeah, that's it. Yeah. You remember? Yeah. You tried that out. Like well, that when was, we were doing that the, was... the, the, the downhill rafting or yeah. downhill. Oh, yeah. Downhill. Uh, downhill. <laughs> White water rafting, or whatever. Yeah, and then we were jumping, and then it would take pictures every once in a while. And yep. then at the end of at the end of the level, it would show you pictures of you. That was cool. I played yeah, that uh, was cool. Uh, handball, I think, on there. It was cool. I don't. It didn't take off though. Like they really pushed it hard. Like this is the the new. I mean, that was it wasn't VR, but it was like next level because they were trying to emulate the Connect, right? Because the Connect, not the Connect, um, the Wii. Because the Wii was huge, Nintendo had died. They were, they were, you know, they were just floating in the water, didn't have a life preserver, and then they invent the Wii, which revolutionized video games, and then everyone else tried to do the same thing. So, PlayStation had a had something a Wii like thing, and then With the ones, yeah, yeah, and then Xbox did the same thing, and then they were all pushing forward with that. Like this is the new advent of, of video gaming, and then what happened? Like it just it was like a it was like three D in movies. It was like everything had to be three D, and then there was so much of it, and it was so shitty and so poorly done and so rushed. I think the games maybe were probably doing the same thing. Like oh, we're just gonna try to. We're going to do what Nintendo's doing, but do it much better. And they didn't really do it much better. They just kind of did it the same. And they weren't developing games. They weren't developing fun games using the technology. See, if you had the Kinects with the VR, because the Kinects basically would take, it's kind of like, a, I mean, when you were looking at it on the screen, it looked yeah. like snow, but it would have the outline of your body so you could actually see your arms and your legs. Yes. And if it would track. So if you had that tracking with your headgear the the possibilities are limitless yeah. because right now it it it'll detect if you're crouching probably because you're just by the however it senses it but if it actually had a physical camera looking at you where it actually see how you're you're crouching i mean you could crouch with your legs turned to the right or legs turned to the left yep your oculus isn't going to know that Th yeah. this would only be seen by the camera yeah so if you had that built into a game, that would that would rock. <laughs> You'd revolutionize mm -hmm. um, gaming for sure. Um, I mean, gaming rooms. I, I would have loved to have had a gaming room just because of the amount of gaming that I like to do uh, and have a virtual room like this. Uh, I mean, we've done the VR thing. We still have to do that again. But if if we were to have something like that in a room, but have the room large or have some type of a conveyor belt that's multi-directional where you could physically walk without um, having to worry about bumping into stuff right yeah then you could you could have multiple amounts of people instead of having this huge warehouse where you're trying to run behind uh, these desks that are say um, superimposed into your vision through your VR goggles right because it it'll say okay well this is this is how this room is set up and we've, you know, CAD or whatever program, you know, running through so that you can actually run through this maze, mm -hmm. but you could put whatever background you wanted to. It, it's not, it, it wouldn't be static. Like you could change it to whatever you want. Yeah. 
you want to play World War II games? Here, we'll yeah. put the, we'll make bunkers and stuff, and the room is totally empty, but yeah. all you have is your VR goggles. Yeah, but they have to come up with VR goggles that are three sixty, not want... so your peripheral because right now you can only see ahead of you. You just made me think of something. I, I love this idea. This this idea is fantastic. But you, you know how in movies, how they're doing green screen stuff, right? So they're wearing yes. a motion capture suit. It's got all the dots on Ping it. Ping pong balls, yeah. Yep. <laughs> and they're basically, it's a green screen behind them, right? Right, yeah. And, they're, and what they're doing is they're acting with a CG character, right? But they don't see the CG character. So what they do is they have somebody... They've got a stick above their head, so they have like a, a an eye line of like if it's a seven foot tall character, they have an eye line. They have a little stick and with, the ping, with a with a ping pong ball, and that's what yeah, you, yeah. that's that's your focal yeah. point. So yeah. why? So in movies, when you're filming movies, they could do the same thing if you had the VR on, and they were acting with the actual CGI. I mean, they they probably couldn't have a perfect. Uh, recreation because you know they keep rendering and rendering and adding texture and stuff but if they had like Thanos who's like seven feet tall or whatever the heck he is this big tall guy mm-hmm. but they had like a, a composite done they could actually act in VR with the person they're with so the eyeline would would match like I wonder if they've thought about doing that unless they're doing some form of it now perhaps because they I'm, have, because they do, like, I don't know if you've seen, like, when the director's behind the, like, because they always have the monitor, like, they're watching the scene, they have the monitor so they can you know, see how the scene is framed and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, they, they see a VR, they see a, a really shoddy looking Hulk or Thanos or whatever with the actor. So they see what it looks like. So they can say, um, you know what? I need you to look up just, can you raise your stick a little bit more? Cause the eyeline is like, they're seeing a really shitty composite of what the character the cgi character should look like but what if they had the vr goggles and they were seeing what the director seeing like i don't know need to get themselves more immersed into it instead of using their imagination yeah 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 that would work too do you remember who framed roger rabbit yeah i remember that yeah well he worked no like he 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 was he he most of the scenes were him by himself the the actor interacting with roger rabbit like um hoskins Bob Hoskins, right. was, he was acting with nobody, right? Which, which you have to look at in in a certain perspective. Is he's probably one of the best actors of all time because he was able to convey to us that this shit was real. Like he looked like he was acting with Roger Rabbit and uh, Jessica Rabbit, and you know, all like how, like wow, you have to yeah. have imagination. But nowadays, I mean, like you said before, I mean, people shoot movies with their ca- with their phones now because the cameras are so good. I mean, what's not to say that they're going to have like a movie studio app or something that, you know, that they can do that. And you could do all those effects. And it's not going to take as much to do. Uh, I mean, it, it's like when you're, you're recording music. Back in the day, you had to have a, you know, 32-channel mixer in the studio where everything was analog and everything patched cables everywhere. Now everything's digital. Anybody can do it. it. And it's getting the same way with movies. Anybody can make a movie. And as technology goes with all these programs coming out, I'm sure, you know, the techies that are keeping up with that technology will be able to do movies without having to have a, a physical studio, like an actual address. They could do it from home. Mm-hmm. 
And with everyone working from home, it'd be like a studio. Okay, well, we're going to share a server and I'm going to do my part. And then you do your part and someone else does their part. And no one's in the same room, right? Yep. Yep. Yeah, less overhead for sure. And they're all just... contractors, so you don't have to worry about, you know, holidays and paying people. And I'm sure people would be all over that. <laughs> um, where can you find us, Todd? You can find us at seanmcginnity.ca. That's S-E-A-N-M-C-G-I-N-I-T-Y dot C-A. And all social media at Sean Geek Podcast. I'm going to stop the recording, but don't go away. Hang on. Hey, gang. Sean Geek here. And Fast Fret. And we have two storefronts. If you are a Public fan, you can browse our inventory over at Public, which is tpublic.com forward slash Sean Geek Podcast. Or redbubble.com slash people slash Sean Geek Podcast. You can get anything from either storefront, from T-shirts, stickers, phone cases, accessories of all kinds. We're talking masks, notebooks, mugs, pillows, totes, tapestries. Oh, my. Oh, my. <laughs> Everything's there. <laughs> Just go to those addresses. Also, check the show notes and help support the show. Thank you. Goodbye. Bye.